0: Kaya FM is broadcasting live from the Electoral Commission Results Operations Centre for the 2019 national election. Kaya FM 2019 election coverage. The informed choice. We are alive in Sanitaria, and
1: my guy is right there. Hello, David. Hey, Tibos, how are you, buddy? I am good. Good, man. I'm standing on the floor of the the election center, the results operation center. Now, this is the area where all the political parties are gathered, and we're standing in front of these massive... uh, Boards in front of us with the, the national results, with the provincial results as well, and all the political parties scrutinising the boards. And we uh, found the secretary general of the PAC, Poe is amongst them as well. Upa, good to see you. Good morning.
2: Good morning. Good morning, to the listeners
1: As you looking at the board at the moment, I'm, I'm trying to find. There's the PAC, 6,800. I suppose it's very difficult to draw any inferences from that isn't it
2: yes yes it's still too early remember the results that are coming in are coming from outflang areas rural areas in the main that's why you have um other parties that are not predominantly in the township dominating currently as we are speaking but we are very optimistic as an organization that we are going to do well uh, in the Eastern Cape we are going to do well in Limpop we are going to do well and in Gauteng we seems also to be doing well uh, we are hoping that we will also improve with uh, kza
1: Well one thing for sure as we look at the results, the, the bulk of them have come from the Western Cape and Northern Cape and, uh, and um, the western side of the Eastern Cape, none of that is stronghold turf for you? None, none, of, none, none of it is it's a strong but what is very
2: encouraging on our side is that um, we've got a positive showing. As you can see, even in those far outflung areas in the Western Cape, I mean, we are sitting at over a thousand votes and we still don't, have not received the results from the Cape Metro. And that's why we are very strong. And if you begin to read between the lines, it seems as if we are going to do well, even in the Western Cape. Uh, Comparatively speaking with regard to other elections. In other elections, we are not doing that much while in the Western Cape we seem to be improving and that is the overall picture that we are getting.
1: I think one of the trends that we might get from this election is the performance of smaller parties because if the statistical model that the um, uh, CSIR has put out is anything to go by, the big parties are going to lose support i'm talking about anc and da and the eff is not going to gain as much as it thought which means there is a lot that is going to smaller parties that if that trend continues that benefits you exactly that's what we have
2: also reading in this um, uh, in this uh, results that we're getting that uh, much as people have had expected, that the bigger parties, your know, DA and EFF and others, are going to do much better, they are not doing that much better. It is us who are doing better, we are gaining ground. And you should remember that the PAC, as you can look, We are represented across all the provinces as opposed to other parties which are predominantly in one or two provinces. But with us, we cut across all the provinces of the country. And that's why we are very confident that we'll definitely improve in terms of the... The numbers that we are going to get, comparatively speaking, from our last numbers in the last election.
1: Well, I've just got that number there. You got 0.21% of the vote, not enough to get a a, a, not significant gains at all for you for a party of your historical significance. But do you have a a figure in mind that you have a best case scenario of what you would like to see that you gain from these elections? We we are really hoping for
2: between three and five seats. Uh, nationally. We are hoping for one seat in the Eastern Cape. We are also hoping for a seat in Gauteng and Limbobo.
1: How, At what stage will you start taking these boards very seriously? Because it is too early, um, as we, you and I have been pointing out. When do you start saying, well, that's a trend that is meaningful, that's the likely scenario for the PAC?
2: I think when we are around 6-7 uh, million, then we'll begin to shape up, we'll begin to say, this is where we are heading. But, uh, or maybe if they're around 40, uh, 30% of the results, if they are in, then we'll be able to determine as to where we're heading as an organization. But thus far, we are doing very well. Uh, Like I'm saying, if if you look into the previous elections, we were at uh, 0.2, and now we're at 0.9 and it's only from rural areas. So we are hoping that with other results that are going to come in from predominantly township, urban areas and the like, we are going to do well. And we are, like I said, we are also hoping uh, that we are going to do well.
1: Predominantly in the Eastern Cape and uh, um, uh, Gauteng. Final question, how did you see election day uh, panning out? Were you satisfied with the way the elections were held yesterday? Uh, the most worrying thing
2: is this thing of inks that um, can be easily removed from the finger because that is the only way that the IEC is using in order to ensure that the person only votes once. Now, we've seen instances where people are claiming that they have voted more than once, which was then pushed into uh, question the credibility of these elections. I think that is the main thing, and we've had people who are coming with evidence to us to say I have voted more than once, I have removed this and went to another voting station and the like, but of course we are taking that through the normal uh, IEC channels. We have reported that we are formally taking the matter up and we also want to check if that is not going to significantly affect the results. If we get a situation where we get a majority of people who have voted in this election, have voted in a a voting station where they are not ordinarily registered, that would mean uh, we have a problem. But if uh, the numbers tell us that um, in terms of people who have registered in a VD, the majority of people who voted in that particular VD are the people who actually registered in that, then we are certain that maybe we can say that the results are credible. But if the numbers fluctuate to the too much, to the extreme, then we're having a problem.
1: Okay, so as long as you've flagged it with the IEC, because I do know that they are investigating. But we'll let you get back to uh, your table here on the floor. Thank you so much for chatting to us. Much appreciated. Thank you so much. So that is the Secretary General of the Pan-Africanist Congress, uh, Tibos, that is Apapue. So um, as you can see, not not much of a uh, hubbub on the floor at the moment. Yeah. Um, I, I do anticipate this will this will ramp up. Tomorrow is when uh, well, I, I think by Uncaptured, uh, when, sure. when they come on air, we're going to have a much better sense of how things are going. And then Friday, obviously, is the big day. And that's when oh, yeah. you, the, the predictive models all... Uh, you can test whether they are
3: accurate or yeah. not. But uh, wh- wh- while I, wh- whilst, 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 whilst I still have you, the, I remember one of the uh, mornings you spoke about, especially when you were talking about the undec- undecided voter. Yeah. yeah. I remember you, you made mention of the fact that there's a way of protesting... By still going to vote and spoiled votes could be that way, and I'm looking at counting now. We're sitting at 4,460 spoiled votes. Um, what does that
1: say? Well, it, I, I I don't know yet, and, and because any of the analysts who are here, uh, it, if we ask them what it means, is they they say we need to see more numbers come in. Okay. So at at the moment, um, it's you, you can't attribute that to the protest yet mm. because how significantly will those numbers of sport ballots go up? And then if it's it's out of uh, kilter with what we've seen in previous elections, then you know that there was a concerted, deliberate attempt to sabotage a vote, to, to spoil the vote. But if it accords with what we've had in previous elections, then it's just the case of people don't really know how to put a cross on a piece of paper. Oh, yeah.
0: Kaya FM is broadcasting live from the Electoral Commission Results Operations Centre. Kaya FM 2019 election coverage. The informed choice. Oh, yes, it is. The informed choice. Kaya FM 35.9. David
3: David.sully. you're on the floor. Thank you so much, Boss. Now, one of the issues we've been getting... Uh, I can hear him, so um, uh, we're busy uh, trying to sort it out. Um, I one. think there's a connection. Uh, can you hear me now? I think you can. Um, not yet. Pumlani is looking at it as but, well. He's trying to solve it. Like I said, David O'Sullivan well, is on the floor. Well, here and we are he on the floor. To, talk to Dennis Bloomer from Cope. Um, and he has actually shared a very enlightening uh, thing that, you know, sometimes we look at these things and we really uh, pay them attention.
1: I can hear you now, David. Okay, there we go. Yeah, there was got a got chap on the microphone uh, that did the whole thing, didn't that, it? That's it.
3: That all you needed to just <laughs>
1: to give it a little bit of a smack and then Yeah, it wakes, up. it wakes itself up. You're it's going to something. finish that anecdote afterwards, aren't you? I want
3: 0.25. You said it's
1: a seat. Yeah, if you look at uh, roughly just point, if you get more than, uh, this was something Dr. Stambile Mbete told us, just over 0.25% should get you a seat in Parliament. So it's a number to bear in mind. But, I'm going to suggest don't look, don't, uh, don't look at these numbers and say, well, oh, okay, well, th- this is what's going to happen. It's still too early. But yeah. to, by tomorrow, we'll get a, a better sense. But I've got Dennis Bloom, as you said, from COPE uh, alongside me. Dennis, it, it really is too early. And I don't know at what stage you start taking these numbers seriously. Tomorrow? Yeah, if, uh, from
4: tomorrow. Uh, because this is early days. And I mean, uh, uh, this uh, figure that you see on the board does not make any sense to us
1: we will uh, uh, count from tomorrow well obviously you are waiting for your uh, key constituencies to come in we know northern cape by and large is in the huge areas of the western cape but where do you say cope is strongest which provinces do you particularly look at and wait for those results to come in before you can assess how well or otherwise you've done
4: Limpopo is uh,
1: a very stronghold.
4: Our deputy president uh, William Adisha, is from that uh, area, and uh, we are very strong there. And we are looking forward uh, to that Free State, uh, uh, where uh, our president comes from. Myself, I'm from the Free State. We are looking at that. And and in how
1: How do you look when you look back at yesterday, and possibly also the special voting? Were you satisfied with the way the election took place? Are there any concerns you might have about the integrity of the election?
4: Well, uh, our uh, representatives are now at a meeting with uh, the IEC uh, as we speak here in this uh, to raise some of our issues uh, that uh, some of our party agents raised there and picked up in the voting stations. Uh, We will... uh, 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 Make it public uh, after our uh, people come out of
1: that meeting, because we have said, take it uh, there, and we want an answer. What, what kind of issues are you raising? Um, when I look at other political parties uh, that we've spoken to, they're concerned that there was reporting of people having voted twice, being able to vote twice. Is that something that is of concern to you? Well, there's that,
4: there's that uh, 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 allegation. Uh, that uh, one of our members have raised uh, very sharply uh, with our representatives, they are taking it there. The other one is the ink uh, that uh, can be easily removed from the finger. Uh, So that is is, uh, issues that uh, really concern us.
1: And uh, do you think that these issues are enough to impinge on the integrity? Of the election, do you believe it's happened in great enough numbers yeah. as to take away votes from you? You know the integrity of
4: uh, the IEC must be safeguarded. You know it's for the first time since '94 that there are doubts and this type of allegations against the IEC, and it re- it's really concerning that the IEC. We we want. To have a free and fair uh, election and all the time we have said that this is a free and fair but if things are hanging in the air people are stout start doubting the, the the outcome of the elections
1: one thing that does appear to be happening as far as a trend is concerned is that the smaller parties are Bearing their teeth, showing the muscle, whatever metaphor you want to use. And that obviously is something that surely you are going to be excited about. It's not, we've got obviously the dominance of the ANC, DA, and yes. EFF to yes. a other extent, but there's something like 12% of the vote that's hovering. And it would appear that that's going to be shared amongst the smaller parties. That makes those smaller parties as a block quite powerful. Yes. But you see, it's a very serious concern.
4: We learned, but we will hear the true uh, 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 verdict now that uh, the, uh, the voter turnout was very low. That is what we, we have picked up. But uh, in that meeting, from that meeting, we will get the percentage. But it's a serious
1: concern to the Congress of the people. Okay, well, we'll leave it there. Uh, thanks so much for your time, Dennis. Do appreciate it. You're welcome. Thank so much. Dennis Blum there from Cope, T-Bos, and I, I must say, it, it, it is a, such an early stage, um, and in order for the election to be compromised by people voting twice, it has to have happened so often, repeated occasions, sure. for it to have swung a vote. So if you've got five or six people saying, well, I was able to do it, that's a blip in the ocean. Even if it's, a, I think, something like a thousand, you'd still say it's not enough to impinge on the integrity. Yeah. So I, I don't know how seriously we take these things, but some uh, of the other journalists have been talking, you know, all the journalists have, we're all chatting together, and the suggestion that this might uh, be, uh, uh, hold up the elections because of the number of um, uh, objections that have been launched, it might uh, stall the result. And who knows, we are expecting it uh, to be Saturday evening, but uh, hold on to your hat it might actually be Sunday morning, but... Uh, once again, I'm going to say this over and over again, it's still early days. It is. I want to pick up on what Dennis Bloom said, and I think it was also mentioned
3: even with the analysis last night, is that there was a low turnout. I mean, we don't know that yet for
1: sure, right? No, we don't. And we'll get a clearer picture. You know, it's really when Gauteng and, and KZN come in that you've got a, a really good idea of what's going on because that's where they're the populous provinces. And so we're extrapolating from what we're getting as a result of the Northern Cape coming in and, by and large, the Western Cape and some areas of the Eastern Cape, that you know, these predictive models that uh, the statisticians have tend to be quite accurate. So the early indication is that it hasn't been as high as anticipated, which is interesting given that there was so much hype ahead of time that this was one of the most eagerly anticipated of elections. And sure. it may turn out... That actually, uh, that was more of a media, uh, of, it was in our heads more than anything else. But again, I'll, I'll wait to see, once those other two provinces come in, then then we'll be able to get a, a clearer picture. See Jimmy, see this just passed you by there. <laughs> oh, did he really? I'm so busy looking at you? you. Yeah, just <laughs> oh, in front of you there. i grabbed yeah. it by the arm. Yeah,
3: anyway, the, um, I'm going to be simplistic here, uh, David. Yeah. Any meeting has to have a
1: quorum, right? Yes, yes. So in terms of this election, what's our core you know for, for I don't suppose, I don't think you know there isn't it can be as low as it, it can be but for we would want if we were to say that we have a, a proper thriving, robust, healthy democracy, we would certainly need more than two-thirds so you know 67 percent at least we would say then we've of got the a
3: population of of,
1: of, of the, the, voters, of of the voters, voters of the voters, voters okay. yeah because it is crazy when you look at the number of eligible voters and then you get the number of registered voters and yes. then from that number who actually vote it it's it's like a third uh, as you boil it all down and then you're gonna have it's 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 crazy so one person decides for the other th- for, th- for three is yeah. basically what we've got. Uh, that's why I would suggest that if we had a turnout of, say, 40% or 50%, you're going to say, well, we don't have a thriving democracy at all.
0: Oh, yeah. David Tosali? Elections 2019 on Kaya FM, The Informed Choice.
3: It is The Informed Choice, and my go-to person has always been right here king
1: david now tibos i was going to be reporting back on a briefing by the iec officials which yes. was going to happen uh, 42 minutes ago yeah and then at uh, quite a late stage we got um a group whatsapp message to say that that had now been postponed until two o'clock in the afternoon the reason given was that the officials were all in meetings okay I'm not going to say a loud alarm bell rang, but there was a little ding-ding-ding-ding-ding at ding, 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 ding the back of my brain. Because okay. what is happening on the floor when you talk to the political parties, they are talking about the objections to um, about the integrity of the vote, sure. concerns about the indelible ink. Now, what has happened in the background, not even in the background, what has happened in the past is that the budget for the elections was slashed by Treasury. Yes. Something like 300 million rand yes. less. So they had to cut corners all over the place, and one of the places had been on the indelible ink. Yeah, not enough silver, I believe it is. There's or nitrate, a nitrate, I think. Nitrate. Right. Yeah. I, I'm t- I'm going to talk to the chemical engineer yeah, rather. Yeah. I'm relying on your expertise. So the the idea that you could wipe the ink off. Now I can't wipe it off my yeah, fingers, but, tried, but yeah. yeah, yeah. But for some people, they were able to do that which immediately raises the prospect of voting twice sure. so apparently yeah and i'm saying apparently because i'm going to just remind you of your own process when you voted sure you handed in your id yeah. which got scanned or you used your uh, or smart, smart, smart card. card yeah and it got scanned so it got registered as you have been through the system sure that's the first gate that you went through yes then the second gate or your name is um, sort of uh, crossed uh, out on the register second gate that you went through And the third gate was... uh, No, those are the two gates you went through. So your ID got scanned and your name was crossed off the ballot sheet. And And the third gate would be that your finger got inked. inked. So let us say you go back again because the ink is no longer on your finger. You hand your ID in, they scan it, they go, you've already been here. Unless you've gone to another voting station. So let's say you've gone to another voting station. Oh, then you've got to fill out a form. So now they've got a record of you having voted twice. Yeah. They can scrap that vote. Yeah, they can okay. say that you voted in that station and in that station one vote gets taken away. Sure. And what should also happen is then you immediately charged with vote of fraud. Because okay. it's illegal to do that. Okay. So I'm suggesting that while the political parties are concerned that people will have voted twice, it, they've got to examine how likely it would It Sure, it could have, but did it. Yes. So that has to now be examined. And then the other thing is, how often would you need to do this for it to have an impact? Yes. I can actually tell you how many times. Yeah. 22,000 times. Sure. You would have to do it because 44,000 votes is one seat in Parliament. Ah. So if you voted twice, it's 22 plus 22. So you're going to have to have done a 22,000... Times In order for you to affect the election, in order for somebody else to get a parliamentary seat. And 22,000 times per person? Per person. So I okay. would... No, 22,000 times for, for a political party. Okay. For a political party. Okay. Anyway, this is something for the IEC to start working out. Sure. Has it happened significantly enough no. for it to have I had a, 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 an effect on the election? Sure. If they find it has happened 10 or 20 times... It's not, it's, it's. not. it doesn't mean a thing. Yeah, and we yeah. mustn't actually get uh, uh, it, it stuck in our heads that this is now a massive problem. But anyway, it is important for the IEC to look into these yes, matters. So yes. they are investigating and quite clearly behind the scenes, there are objections and that may not be the only one. We'll get the briefing at two o'clock and we'll get a better sense of what the political parties are feeling. But from the parties we spoke to, PAC, Good, mm-hmm. uh, Cope, Hope. Uh, who else did we speak to? UDM. Those are the four that I've spoken to today. All of them have said, "Mm, the integrity, we're not sure. We've raised some objections. Yes, they did say (laughs) that. So anyway, that being said, uh, it does have have to happen a significant number of times, and the IEC is checking all of these things out. Now, the other thing is... If you go to elections.org.za, you're able to see the results quite nice and clear, and there's a nice
3: dashboard for you to look at it. And the first thing that jumped on me, like I did earlier on, I spoke about the spoiled votes, uh, uh, votes. But the voter turnout is sitting at about 65%. Uh,
1: yes, now that's low. Uh, the projections were that it would be around about 70%, possibly 72%. Sure. So 65, uh, 65% means it will take less votes in order to get a seat in Parliament. And as it stands at the moment, mm. it's actually 42,000 will get you a seat in Parliament. Sure. Whereas it, if it was higher, it's 46,000. Yeah. So uh, l- the lower the voter turnout the lower the threshold to get yourself a seat in Parliament. So that's why it was important for people to vote. To vote, yeah. Yeah. Now you don't need to get as many votes in order to get your seat in Parliament. So that is significant to see those numbers. But we don't know what uh, the... uh, the, the, the results still need to come in from Gauteng and KwaZulu-Natal, because yes. those are the most populous of provinces. So, at the moment, you've got what, uh, the National Assembly Open, mm-hmm. so we got 65% turnout, ANC at 55%, it's hardly changed since I've been on air yeah. this morning, yeah. DA with 25%, and in fact, their strongholds by and large have come in, yeah. and then the EFF at 8.7%, sure. so making make, them number three. Right? Making them number three. Now, the DA was hoping for more, closer to 28 yeah. the ANC he was hoping for 60. So they sure. down... Well, 62, I would suggest. So they're down like uh, 7 or 8. Yeah. The DA's down, um, I'd say, maybe 3 or 4%. And the EFF is down quite a lot. They, they were hoping for about 12 to 14%. Sure. So at sure. 8... They, they're not going to be happy with single digits. If yeah. you click on Gauteng, let's go to Gauteng see what uh, the. Remember, you,
3: go- you can do this with us. Uh, go to elections.org.za uh, to check out the, uh, the results as they
1: come in. And uh, we're getting a 68% poll yeah. with the ANC on 51%, the DA on 26 and the EFF on. On mm, 13, 14 at least, yeah, yeah. So, oh, it's it, it is very, very tight, tight uh, yeah. there for the ANC at 51 percent, but still, if you look at the map as yeah. well, of uh, where oh, the Hauden, yeah, yeah Gauteng, there are huge chunks of white, yeah. there. And and you want to know where Soweto is? Yeah. Look look where the red is on that map, yeah, a huge swathe for um, oh no, hold on, I beg your pardon. No, yeah. that's I think I think Gauteng, that is, yeah. that's. Sorry, I thought th- th- that th- was th- the whole th- of Gauteng. Th- yeah. Oh, this is very visual. I'm, I apologize, Afropolitans. Teebus and I are doing something very visual here. This is Merafong City. Merafong uh, City. Th- th- That's what what's what i focused on. It's got a huge C- EFF support. Yes. Yeah, yeah. uh, City of the- Joburg, hardly no. any votes have come in. Yeah. Hardly any of the county of, of City of Joburg come in. 20 M- Metro. Almost nothing from 20 Metro. Mm. Just a little bit in the north. So, I think the most concerning is this one. There's a lot of Midval. Midval. Yeah, also very... Uh, hardly any votes coming. Yeah. Also not that populous and yeah. also a DA stronghold uh, on a local municipality level. Look at City as well. I mean... Yeah, no, hardly anything sure. coming in there. Oh, yeah. So we are a long, long way, way off from knowing anything about these elections and you've got to understand that possibly by Friday afternoon only can you really start understanding. I'm going to leave you with this parting shot. Um, there was a um, a... The, the what's a i don't know why I battle to actually understand CSIR. you talk about them that they have a system yeah uh, they've got a they've got a method uh, a, met- a methodology yeah. that is uh, that they say is is in it fact it point. was Terry Solani yeah. who said that the, their methodology is uh, is always their model is fantastic um and and uh, it, it it kind of predicted uh, the ANC at 57% eh yeah they did now i'm going to get you that those numbers exactly so they said ANC 57% yeah. DA 21.5% and EFF 9.5% with sure. a 1% uh, margin of uh, uh, margin of error yeah so they and Terry Celani said their predictive model is incredibly accurate and has proven to be incredibly accurate. So, make a note of those. Yep. we are not saying this is going to happen. Yep. This is a predicted, a, a reliable predictive uh, model. Yep. Fifty-seven for ANC, twenty-one and a half for DA, nine point five for EFF. Uh, Saturday evening, we'll compare notes and exactly, see exactly see how good it was. Oh yeah. yeah. All right. David, thank you so much. Tibos, I've loved being on your show. Thank you so much. I've
3: enjoyed it thoroughly. Cheers, thank my you so buddy. much for uh, you know informing us and letting us uh, in on what's really going on. I see Pule Mabi is walking in, so is Gwede Mantashe. Uh, um, it seems like the big guns are coming through, and in, in fact, the, the, the floor is quite filled up, like uh, the, the, than it was in
0: the morning. It is Kaya FM ninety five point nine. Kaya FM is broadcasting live from the Electoral Commission Results Operation Centre for the twenty nineteen National Election. Kaya FM twenty nine election coverage. The informed choice.